Hey there everyone, I'm Asha Billington and you're watching The Campfire. This week we're deep diving into District 8 5A Division 1. There are some phenomenal teams in 8-5A Division 1, and after realignment, these are the teams that you'll be seeing in the district. Cleveland, College Station, Caney Creek, Lufkin, Magnolia, Magnolia West, New Caney, Porter, and Waller. A very interesting district this one is, as teams are coming from an old 9-5A Division 1, and a couple of teams are left over from 8-5A Division 1. So it'll be really interesting to see how this district works in the 2020 season. Now it's time for our film session, presented by your local GEICO offices in Cypress, Katy Spring, and Pearland. District 8-5A Division 1 increases from eight teams to nine this season with six holdovers and three schools moving into the district. Let's start by looking at the half dozen programs who remain in this district. Magnolia finished in a tie for second in this league last year. The Bulldogs picked up their first postseason win since 2016. The Bulldogs bring back plenty of bark, including a trio of offensive weapons and quarterback Travis Moore, tight end Ben Colligan, and running back Mitch Hall. Magnolia also returns three all-district players on the defensive side of the ball. Crosstown rival Magnolia West also reached the postseason a year ago, and the Mustangs returned plenty of offensive firepower as well. Juniors Hunter Bilbo, Nick Joseph, and Trey Leggett should have Magnolia West lighting up the scoreboard in 2020. That's good news for this proud program that has advanced to the playoffs 10 years in a row. On the flip side, Caney Creek hasn't earned a postseason berth since 2006. The Panthers went 2-8 a year ago, but hope to improve this fall. Another program looking to rebuild is Waller. The Bulldogs last made the playoffs in 2014 and will need to bounce back after a winless 2019 campaign. Defending district champion Lufkin and fellow playoff team College Station round out the holdovers in 858 Division 1. But this district gets a lot tougher thanks to the addition of three new teams. New Caney won District 9-5A Division 1 last year after a perfect regular season. The Eagles racked up a margin of victory of 43 points per game in district play last season, and they return star power on both sides of the ball, led by running back Kale Sanders on offense and Derek Harris Jr. on defense. Porter finished runner-up to New Caney last year in 9-5A Division I and reeled off an eight-game winning streak at one point last season. The Spartans allowed just 60 points during that eight-game stretch, and they'll rely on that dominant defense in this difficult new district. The ninth team in this district is Cleveland, and the Indians will have their hands full after going winless last season in 5A Division II. The bump up in classification could make rebuilding tough for Cleveland, but the Indians should have a more experienced roster in 2020. It's going to be a really tough district for the 2020 season, obviously, and there's some great players inside this district. It's time to turn our focus to those special players as we have our players on the rise, presented by Grimaldi's Pizzeria. New Caney linebacker Derek Harris Jr. is ranked a four-star prospect. The soon-to-be senior is committed to the University of Texas. 
Harris Jr. has 81 career solo tackles and almost 200 career tackles. He is ranked in the top 30 prospects in the 2021 class. Magnolia signal caller Travis Moore is looking to have a big senior season. In his two years on varsity, Moore has 2,800 passing yards and 38 passing touchdowns. He adds another 698 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns to that total. As a sophomore, Magnolia West running back Connor Bilbo became a staple of the Mustangs offense. Bilbo rushed for 1,012 yards and six touchdowns in his first varsity season. Now that he has more experience, keep an eye out for him in his junior season to come out with even more force. Waller had a tough 2019 season, but a great prospect and quarterback, Caleb Godfrey. Godfrey and his Bulldogs are battle-tested and ready to take on a new district in the 2020 season. Porter linebacker Jaden Knight was named 958 D1 Newcomer of the Year in 2019. He collected 105 tackles, 19 tackles for loss, nine quarterback pressures, three and a half sacks, three forced fumbles, and three fumble recoveries. Look for him to have a big 2020 season. And those players are great on the gridiron. But do you know somebody from the high school sports scene doing great in your community? A player, coach, or team going that extra mile in your area. Nominate them for a Chevy Spotlight. To nominate, go to IHSSChevySpotlight.com and watch our social media accounts all summer long to see if we pick one of your nominations to highlight. Now it's time for our media day segment and we have new head coach of New Caney, Travis Reeve on with us. Coach Reeve, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Glad to be with you today. And you're coming from uh, Quero where, you know, you guys won a state championship in 2018. Um, you know, talk a little bit about your coaching philosophy and just um, and your experience as a coach. Well, I've been very fortunate to uh, to be in some uh, really good situations, to be able to coach some really great players and uh, be, be around some really good coaches. And, um, you know, uh, philosophy-wise, I think, uh, you know, the, the approach that we've taken is that we want to develop, uh, you know, men and, uh, and women first. Uh, and then, you know, in doing a good job of developing, you know, uh, uh, you know, young men and women of character and, and, and all the things that it takes to be successful, that uh, the winning will take care of itself. And so we just, we want to put a, we want to place an emphasis on making an impact, you know, with, with our kids and, and using the vehicle of athletics, um, you know, to, to be a great influence so that they can then leave our program and be difference makers in our society. And that's what really we, we feel like athletics is all about. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, we're, we're just as competitive as everybody else. Uh, you know, our, our uh, we feel like if we're doing our job as, as coaches that, that uh, we're going to have a program where our teams are consistently competing for championships uh, because, you know, uh, because of the work ethic of our, of our kids and our coaching staff and, um, you know, hopefully doing things the right way and uh, will put us in position to, to, to have a chance to have success. And, and so, you know, that, that uh, philosophy has served us well over the years. Um, was very fortunate to uh, have uh, tremendous success with the kids in the community and, and administration there in Quero and really looking forward to the opportunity that we have in New Canyon as well. 
And, you know, right now would be when most head coaches are getting the opportunity to get to know their players um, and start implementing the, their style of football um, with what's going on right now. Spring football has been put on hold. Um, so how are you interacting with your players and getting to know them and kind of overcoming this little adversity at, right at the beginning of your tenure? Yeah, you know, it, it, it's definitely a highly unusual situation. Um, you know, we were fortunate. Uh, I, I was basically, you know, uh, was was able to be around the kids for about three and a half weeks, um, you know, before school got shut down. Um, we were able to, uh, you know, go through our, our uh, what we call our Eagle Maker, our boot camp, um, and, and uh, was, was able to, you know, begin to get to know our kids, uh, you know, in our off-season program. But really, you know, now uh, not being able to be out on the field, not being able to see them every day, not being able to have our character development program that we would normally do um, in person, we've really tried to transition as much as we can, uh, just like everybody else, to online. So, you know, we meet with our kids uh, just about every day. Uh, we're trying to teach them, you know, our offense and our defense. Uh, but we also still do the things that uh, we feel like is the most important. We'll still have a character, uh, you know, talk, uh, you know, character development, uh, you know, lesson, uh, you know, for about five or ten minutes, you know, once a week and online and, um, you know, just uh, spend time, you know, building relationships and just getting to know the kids uh, outside of the X's and the O's that we're trying to teach and, um, you know, just trying to have an impact and, and be, a, be a, an influence um, as, as much as we can. And so I've been really proud of our kids. Uh, I think that uh, they've responded uh, to these uh, unusual times uh, extremely well. They've had great participation, and uh, it's a testament, uh, you know, to the, to the character kids that we have here at McCaney, um, how they've responded and how they've participated up to this point. Most definitely. And New Caney last season was 7-0 in district and 10-1 in 2019. Um, and before that has had so many successful seasons. How as a new coach do you keep that momentum and you keep that winning culture going as you're, as you're starting to implement kind of a new reign? You know, one of the things that I told our kids when I first met with them that first day is that, um, you know, when there's a change in coaching staffs, you know, there's, you know, change is inevitable. Uh, with some things, you know, uh, you know our, our plays may change, our terminology may change, um, but the things that that uh, are, are what win for you, you know, the things that are most important, those things aren't going to change. You know, your work ethic, um, your character, your discipline, uh, how you know your leadership, uh, how much you uh, you know love your teammates. Um, those are the, those are the reasons why New Caney has been successful the last several years. And, and again, I go back and give credit to you know Coach Pennington and his staff for really uh, instilling that culture that you got to have to win. And uh, so it, it really is a you know it's a benefit to us coming in that uh, that foundation's been laid. We just we just got to uh, continue to build upon it, continue to do the things that. Uh, you know, our kids uh, understand what it takes to win. And uh, if we can do that, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be in great shape. Five, or from Division uh, District 8, 5A, to District 9. Um, you're also in a new region, being in, in Region 2. Um, do you know anything about uh, anything about these teams that you're going to be participating or competing against come, come season? Well, you know, we, uh, we we know a little bit about them. We don't know a lot of uh, in depth 
things right now, uh, being new to the area, new to the district. But I do know this. I mean, we, you know, you're playing, you know, in our district, uh, a Lufkin, who's, you know, a, a perennial, uh, you know, power in the state of Texas for a long time. College Station, who uh, just won a state championship a few years ago. Um, you know, who, uh, who's got a tremendous tradition of success in their short time of existence as a high school. Uh, you know, Magnolia and Magnolia West, who has tremendous tradition, um, you know, as well. And uh, is coming off, uh, you know, uh, several successful seasons. Uh, you got, uh, uh, you know, uh, guys that, uh, you know, coaches that, that have had a lot of success in their careers that, you know, Waller, uh, Coach Gene Johnson over there, uh, you know, is uh, a proven winner in, in a lot of different places. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter of time before uh, Waller's going to be uh, right back uh, in the thick of things. Uh, you know, Jay, uh, Coach Fiaco at, uh, you know, new to taking over Cleveland. And, uh, you know, he's going to do a great job with uh, their program. Caney Creek, you know, is a well-coached uh, program as well. And so, uh, we're in a we're in a very tough district. We're in a very competitive district, and uh, you know the the uh, the biggest one of all, you know, uh, as far as our district goes, is uh, uh, you know for a lot of people in our community is uh, Porter, and uh, there the, the other uh, school there in New Caney, and Coach Jim Holly uh, does a tremendous job. Uh, I think he's been there four or five years now. They went two rounds deep last year, and um, you know so. Uh, they're, you know, they're another, uh, you know, really, really good team that we're going to have to face. So every week's going to be a, is going to be a battle. Uh, we're going to have to play extremely well, but at the same time, I'm really excited about it because, you know, I think that uh, great competition brings out the best in you as a as a team, as an organization, as as players, as coaches, and uh, certainly this district's going to bring out the best in us because uh, from top to bottom, it's really good. Thank you, Coach Reed, and good luck to you and New Caney and the 2020 season. Welcome to Houston. Now, we have a couple of messages from our sponsors and a quick trivia question for you. This week's trivia question, what is the name of the New Caney High School alumni who went on to be an astronaut? A, Jason Phillips, B, Adam Dunn, C, Ken Houston, or D, Robert Crippen? The answer when we return. Chevrolet Inside High School Sports is brought to you by your Houston area Chevy dealers. Visit your nearest dealer to test drive our award-winning products. The film session is presented by your local GEICO offices in Cypress, Katy, Spring, and Pearland. To get more information or a quote, go to geico.com Houston. The Players on the Rise is presented by Grimaldi's Cold Brick Oven Pizzeria. Grimaldi's Pizzeria is open for carryout and delivery. Visit GrimaldisPizzeria.com. Welcome back to the campfire. This week's District 85A Division I trivia question is, what is the name of the new Caney High School alumni who went on to be an astronaut? A, Jason Phillips, B, Adam Dunn, C, Ken Houston, or D, Robert Crippen? If you answer D, Robert Crippen, you're correct. Now it's time for our district breakdown as we bring in Inside High School Sports Insider, Matt Harris to break down District 85A Division One. more with you. Matt? Thanks, Ashley. We'll be kicking off our 5A Division One coverage today with District 8. 
First up is the Magnolia Bulldogs. They went 8-4 in 2019 and are primed to build on that record in 2020. The Bulldogs return highly recruited offensive lineman Matthew Wyckoff, as well as two-year starter Travis Moore at quarterback. Couple that with an easier district, three of Magnolia's four losses a season ago were to powerhouse programs like Shadow Creek and Highland Park, and the Bulldogs figure to be firmly in the conversation for a district title. Just like their crosstown rivals, Magnolia West had to break in a new ball coach last season. Blake Joseph was promoted from within and, like his crosstown counterparts, will have plenty of returning talent to work with after losing a talented senior class a year ago. One position that won't be back as quarterback as Tristan Brady is off to Sam Houston State. However, the staff is excited about the potential of junior Brock Dalton taking the reins. If Mag West is to improve on a 5-6 season from a year ago, they'll count on Dalton as the new signal caller. Over in New Caney, the Eagles had an excellent season in 2019, but somehow the reward for a 10-0 regular season was a first-round date with area powerhouse Richmond Foster. While New Caney wasn't able to make it past Foster in the first round, they will be reloaded for a run at another district title in 2020. Quarterback Zion Childress is off to Texas State, so the Eagles will have a hole to fill there. But they return wideout Isaiah Aiken and two-way star Billy Williams, in addition to all-district linebacker Derek Harris Jr. If New Caney can replace Childress's talent at quarterback, look for them to be at the top of the district standings for a third straight season. New Caney Porter lost out on a district title in 2019 by virtue of a loss to New Caney on the last day of the regular season. Believe it or not, the Spartans benefited from not winning the district. They matched up with Hightower in round one and advanced before losing to Manor in round two. Unfortunately, Porter will have to replace a lot of talent heading into 2020 if they want to compete at the same level as last season. Quarterback Jack Riley is gone and whoever steps up will be attempting to fill his big shoes. Meanwhile, Cleveland moves up from 5A Division II after going 0-10 each of the last two seasons. The Indians might not be ready to challenge for playoffs in 2020, but they return dynamic offensive threats in Stephen Huey and Kerry Wood. Cleveland will try to get a win on the board this season with those two back. Ned Barrier has high hopes for his Caney Creek squad in his second year with the team. The Cougars went 2-8 for the second straight season and graduate a lot of talent, but Barrier has a history of turning things around and he'll look to lead Caney Creek to the playoffs for the first time since 2006. Our final team to discuss in the district is Waller, who went 0-9 last season, including a loss to Caney Creek. While 0-9 doesn't sound like much to build on, the Bulldogs were rarely blown out and lost several close games in 2019. If they can figure out how to win close games, Waller should have a shot to win three or four games this season. Coach Gene Johnson, like half of his peers in his district, is a second-year head coach at his program and comes from a good coaching tree at Cy Ranch. The Bulldogs need to figure out their offense in 2020, and it's currently unclear who will step up. However, the defense will once again be the strength. Kaysen McLean, Jared Hicks, and Jamari Thompson are all back for 2020. Like Caney Creek, Waller might not be ready for a full-blown playoff push, but there will be ample opportunities to take steps in the right direction. If they can do that in 2020, a playoff push could absolutely be in the cards for 2021 under Johnson's leadership. That brings me to the final thing to discuss for this segment, my player to watch for District 8-5A Division 1, Magnolia's Travis Moore. 
The Bulldogs quarterback has plenty of varsity experience under his belt, but has been overshadowed by better players on better teams in his district the last two seasons. Now the spotlight is all his. Look for more to potentially lead Magnolia to a district title in 2020. That's all I have for this week. Back to you, Ashley. Matt, great insight as always. I'll see you next week. That's all we have for this edition of the Campfire. Come back every Monday for a new episode. Next week, we'll be talking about 95A Division I and breaking down that district. Until then, follow our social accounts. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. That'll be bringing you original content all based on 85A Division I this week. Until next time, I'm Ashley Bullington, and thank you so much for watching the Campfire.